Hey, hey, Roses. This is April Rose speaking. Thank you again for listening to the April Rose speaking podcast. Make sure that you're listening to me on Spotify, Google Play, and also make sure that you're going out to iTunes and rating, reviewing, and listening to the podcast. Today, I have a special guest. His name is Theo Smith, and he is the owner of Fresh Laundry. I do have to preface this podcast and let you know that I was having a bit of technical difficulties and uh, you will notice it in our transitions like we're talking over each other and um, we're totally not rude. So I did let him finish his thoughts. Um, It was a complete conversation, but for some reason the track just was a bit off, but it's still some really good gems. So I just wanted to give you a heads up. Um, Awesome, awesome interviewer. Um, had a really good time listening in to the insight that he has for artists and future artists and inspiring artists. So enjoy the podcast and have a good day. Hello, Roses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of April Rose Speaking Podcast. And I'm just going to jump right in it. My guest today is someone you definitely need to know. Um, He is from my hometown of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Very talented, very successful. He is an artist. Um, I've been following him for a very long time, and I am so proud to say that he's from my hometown of Fort Wayne, Indiana, because he's such a dynamic person um, in all of his awesomeness. Um, We will be dropping his uh, Instagram page. You'll get a chance to look at some of his paintings on my post, and you can go to his page and look at the post. Uh, My next guest is Theo Smith, and he offers fresh laundry to the world. And I want to say thank you, Theo, for coming on to this podcast. How are you doing this morning? I am very well. Hello. Thanks for having me. I rarely get nervous, (laughs) but I think I'm a little nervous speaking with you today. You're you're so talented. You shouldn't be. I love your art in in so many ways. And I'm going to get to some of the questions, and I'm very intrigued by you as a person. So I'm just going to jump right in. You ready? Okay. Okay. Let's rock. Let's do it. Let's rock. So tell me, Theo, where, where did you get your passion for painting you have really great paintings out there and we're going to talk about it a little more in depth within this podcast but where did this initial peak of passion for painting come from you it's always been kind of my niche um I kind of started at the age of three believe it or not um where I would you know like any other child have crayons and doodle on things um I was a kid that would draw on walls and um, my, my mom still has actually my pictures from when I was smaller. Um, but it was kind of always been my thing. But my rhythm, like, kind of picked up when I was, like, uh, my earlier teenage years where um, I was I'm come from a family of four boys. I'm the oldest of four boys. And I really can relate to my siblings. So I had to find some kind of hobby to be entertained mm-hmm. with. And so it And what is the meaning behind the name Fresh Laundry? Very different, very catchy. Where, where did you come up with that idea? Indeed. So it's a very good question. Um, I have a good answer for it. So pretty much to speed things forward, um, it was a, it was a time in my life where I was um, kind of depressed, really. Um, it was kind of those things where um, a lot of um, just a dark time where I didn't know my identity, didn't know who I was as a person and didn't know who I want to be as a person. 
and I was at like, okay, this this is it. I'm either gonna do something harmful to myself, or you know, kill myself or something like that, or thrive. And so I literally found myself crying in a load of dirty clothes. Um, and it's a scripture in the Bible because I'm um, come from a faith background where David is talking to God and it says, "Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me." But the only time I felt that relief uh, from the my my my, my sad times there was either. Uh, praying or painting or talking to people. And so I literally find myself, um, you know, having that revelation in this pile of dirty clothes. And so anytime that I'm painting, that's classified as my laundry. So anytime I'm painting and hanging up a, a painting on a canvas or whatever else, that's considered to be my laundry. Wow. That is so amazing. Yeah. Like it really, it really hits me in the depth of my heart. Seriously, because, you know, I'm raising black boys. And it's such a devastating number to hear the statistics of black men who are committing suicide. And, you know, you did tell your story. Um, I'm sure it's it's a part of your story um, because of the title of of what you do. But it's such not an easy topic to talk about. Um, I really would like to pull back uh, the curtain and talk about that a little bit more. But we only have a short period of time. But I really want to thank you for saying that. Um, we're going to sit in that for just a second, just to let that hey, resonate, because I truly, truly believe, and it's been like this silver lining topic with each guest, not each guest, but a lot of the black men, that they need an outlet. They need an outlet. Sure. It's not just about work. It's not just about exactly. family. It is an outlet to be creative, to be who you are, to have this safe space about yourself and not be put in a box as a black man. Love it. I agree. Um, and, and, and not to just, you know, before we switch subjects, I think that, you know, it's one of those things where we're just scratching the surface as a society of what that looks like for us. Thankfully, I just happened to find mine a little bit early. But some people, they don't have that exposure or that outlet that they're, they're craving for. They don't even know what that looks like for them. And so until they recognize it, they're either stuck in a box or they're stuck with routines of just regular mundane life. And so hopefully even with my, my, my painting is actually just a byproduct of just getting to the root of people being free and learning. Yeah, it takes a strong mental fortitude. It takes a person, you know, we have all of this uh, noise in life and we have family and we have issues and people mm-hmm. have problems and you could possibly be empath. I'm an empath. So I take yeah. on other people's problems. All of that is very very heavy in our community to the point where we cannot release ourselves creative create creatively we're not able to do that because there's so many issues that's going on in our community so like i said i thank you again for bringing that out love fresh laundry i cannot wait to just move forward in the podcast so um so we're both from fort wayne both there went to school there this is what the anomaly is about you for me when I look at you because of course I moved away from Fort Wayne mm-hmm. I felt like a big fish in a small pond had to go somewhere else to breathe <laughs> um, to spread my wings how are you able to mm-hmm. be successful and continue on this path of creativity and reinvention and innovation in the city of Fort Wayne beautiful city great city to raise your family but as far as the black African-American community, yes. how are you able to continue to thrive and reinvent yourself in Fort Wayne? Um, and it, 
a couple things, two things, twofold. First off, um, originally, believe it or not, I was born and I was raised in St. Louis, Missouri, but I came to Fort Wayne in my okay. earlier years of my teenage years. Um, so start off with, you know, and you know the stepping grounds around here. I start off at Guyer Middle School from South, then from Southside High, from Southside to Taylor Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. and I just stayed here. I'm married with two kids now. Um, but the cool thing about like being successful here, if you have the mind frame that, hey, if you can make wherever you're at your office and your world is your platform, mm-hmm. your playground, it makes sense, you know? So anywhere you go, it's more so up to the person of what, what you're doing. Um, I always like to compare myself um, to either a thermostat or a thermometer. Um, the difference between the both of them is either you could be a person that changes the climate or a person that just ah, absorbs and sits in that same, you know, same climate. So it's up to the person. Yeah, it's up to the person to be able to, hey, like, hey, you know, like people like, hey, anywhere you're at, they're like, hey, what's well, nothing to do here? Or it's the same things, but it's like, okay, are you making ways? Are you making opportunities? Are you seizing the moment? Or are you just being stagnant and just like whatever happens, accept it for what it is? As I know, I only got one shot this life, so I'm going to make Congrats the most of it to wherever you. Like, I'm at. I totally love analogies. Totally a person who likes to simplify things. And that was something I've never even thought about was a thermostat and a thermometer. That totally makes sense to me. And honestly, like that, it doesn't really matter about being in a small sure. town. If you're able, because I moved to New Orleans, and it was a lot of reasons why I was tra- attracted. It's because of the culture. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm a very introverted person. Like I don't need a lot yeah. of people around me, but I tend to attract be attracted to bigger cities because of the sure. energy. I don't have to be around a lot of people, but I need that energy, and then I want to be able to go home yeah. to my safe space. New Orleans is expensive. It's expensive, so it, it exactly. kind of to stay in a small town where you <laughs> yeah. can stack your money. You could still be creative, but you also can travel. So I mean, to each his own, right? Now I want Indeed. to move on to <laughs> another question because I think I had a, a conversation with you maybe a couple years ago, if you remember, about my cousin who's an artist, mm-hmm. and you yes. we were having about him and yes. you said April. Yes. April, pump your brakes a little bit. You don't want to push an artist. <laughs> Can you please explain that in detail why you made that mm-hmm. statement to me about not pushing my cousin because he's so creative and so talented. You're like just Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's twofold because I mean you you have every right to support. Supporting is um, a great fuel for any artist um, that I know of in my, in, you know, in my, in my, in my career path. Um, but as far as like bringing out the creativity or the path that he should go on, um, yes, be of assistance, but then ultimately he it has to speak and resonate to that artist's uh, spirit, if you will, um, and his outlet. And so if he's able to, to speak as an artist in that lane, he's free to, to play around and do whatever once he comes up with witty and inspirational ideas um, to unfold that journey. Um, but it's almost like force feeding someone. You can't force feed anyone to do anything they don't want to do. And um, some artists could be stubborn. <laughs> some could be procrastinators. Some could be um, just heavy introverts and they don't know how to, but they also know how to, to portray or communicate um, the creativity that's in them as well too. And so that's always um, um, right. something to always think about. So you know. what about, let's say that you're speaking to your young self or you're speaking to 
a younger individual who feels like they're afraid to open up to themselves and to the world about painting art like what are your words of advice if they're afraid of the feedback that they're going to get because I, I listened to another podcast and it was a female who said you know I was just afraid of what other people would say it was just something I would do in the corner and people would pass me by and look at my work and say oh that's awesome and they would keep going on with their day so she kind of did not want to share that that gift to the world what would you say to a younger person who is very interested and have a passion about art Um, don't be afraid to grow. Um, it's one of those things where, um, you have to find your own rhythm, I I call it, and you will add elements to your rhythm. It's almost like a drummer. If a person is keeping tempo with one style of tempo and then they add elements into the rhythm, um, that's more of what they can, can give to people, can give to themselves and be able to articulate freely. Um, I know it's, you know, like you said, uh, sometimes people do care, you know, about their artwork, and of course, they are, you know, people are sensitive about their work. It's it's their baby, it's their their creation. So, for me able to be able to to create something, and I'm the only person in this earth to be able to create this one specific thing, um, I have an obligation. And once you know who you are as far as your identity, that gives you the freedom to do more of what you want to do, um, and then display more. And then you will either be more critical about what people say but then also too you have a voice this is your voice that you're giving out and some some arts are very quiet in nature and they're very loud in their their presentations um yeah so don't be afraid it's okay the water's that. fine that some people are quiet but their art it's loud to the world i love that love it okay yeah. So let me tell the speakers, okay? Your girl, April Rose. Okay, yeah, I have this talent of speaking and I have this podcast and I found this passion in life, but I am totally a stick figure person. <laughs> when I draw, you're getting stick figures. If I need to explain <laughs> through a drawing, you're going to see stick figures. So I guess like when they say, what superpower would you want? I would want to have for a day the brain of an artist because when I look at your pictures where you created Jay-Z and where you created Kanye and where you created Michael Jackson and I look at your lives or I look at some of your you know um, videos and you're just from beginning to end and it comes to life I literally want to know what's going on in your brain to where you can do that by hand literally like do you see life like can you explain to me the stick figure person in your brain what you see when you see a blank canvas and you know like there's a popular culture issue that's going on such as um Kanye West closed on Sunday you know like Chick-fil-a closed on Sunday like what what do you see in your brain when you're looking at that sure. white canvas what's happening inside I'm, I'm I'm thinking twofold of different things so first I mean some people may 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 think this is the kind of nonchalant to say but I see shapes <laughs> I see the fundamental of shapes. I see your circles and your triangles and your rectangles, etc. And then I see shadows with that as well, too. So with that, I just pretty much shape. But the thing is, that comes from a repetition of doing this every day out of out of a necessity of passion. Um, but where I get my witty ideas from, it's it's more so. I'm almost like a. I'm yes. almost like a rapper. I feel that. Visually. I do feel that. <laughs> and so what? So what I do is I I take concepts of like different things and I, I merge them together to create um, a, a metaphor if you will and so I just happen to do that visually 
and that's what I'm known for uh, visually is, you know, I, I take different kind of subjects and put them together and kind of kind of mesh them almost as, a, as if I was a DJ to create a visual sound. So I hate to do this to you, Theo, so. but I, I'm going to need you to teach us a little bit because I can't even keep up with the accolades that you've received. Like, I know... I know there's been celebrities <laughs> that have seen your art. Like, name off some of the things that has happened in the last couple years as far as your work. Um, couple last couple years have been uh, great to me. Um, so I've recently um, I've partnered on projects with Porsche, um, Starbucks, um, Gene Simmons uh, from the, the the rock band Kiss. Um, a lot of people been been hearing noise about um, Spike Lee. Um, he's um, Oscar award winning Spike Lee. Um, he's recently invested in purchasing my art as well too. So um, this all happened organically. It's um, I, mm-hmm. people found me by doing my passion. So it's kind of like another day at the office. You know, you do your work and you know you never know who comes in your office. And so um, just those to just name a few that are in my corner that's been kind of rooting for me and seeing what I'm about and investing in me. So, so yeah. where do you see More yourself long term? Like, what is the end goal for you? Honestly, in a perfect Theo Smith world, what is the end goal for you? Believe it or not, a perfect Theo world is to work myself up out of a job. Say that again. And what I mean by that is, I, I, I said my my perfect world is is to be Got to it. work myself out of my my art job. Believe it or not. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, it's a lot of people that are influencers and it's cool to be an influencer these days, but you know, after it's all said and done, will it be able to continue, continue when you're not around or continue if you want to pick up something else? Um, I have the privilege of being able to, to make art. Um, I have a team that, um, you know, between, um, my manager and my other, um, people that I work with, um, from either selling, uh, my original artwork, I have limited prints that are available too. Um, so making those kind of work for itself um, while I can sit back and just kind of like relax, enjoy my family and um, just enjoy my time on this earth. Um, but so yeah, you're trying to, to work replace myself out of a job. basically what you're saying, you want to replace your income to where you're solely focused on your art and that's bringing an income for you that you and your family live. Yeah. Yeah. And, not, and sure. And not just even focus as far as like, you know, you know, tangible, you know, finance and everything like that. But I literally want to be able to generate something or create something where it kind of mm-hmm. like lasts forever. <laughs> but, you know, and then move so on to something else. So maybe turn it into about. like a business and it ends up being passive income for you. And it, you're making money in your sleep and you can move on to other things that awaken your spirit. You know, pretty much that's what it sounds like. Exactly. And then and invite and invite other totally people to be a part of that, it as well Theo. too. Yes, you totally can do that. Like, totally. Um. So, what do you do? Like, uh, you don't have to really say where you work if you don't feel like it. But if you could let the listeners know, like, what is your nine to five, and like, how is it set up to the point where you could do your art? Like, how how do, how does that intersection happen? Sure. So my nine to five, I'm actually a banker. <laughs> And so I literally have banker's hours and that's what I do. But um, I literally find ways to make sure that I'm being creative. So I literally like, um, for example, I will go to work um, on my lunch breaks. I may um, paint. I have my easels and everything with me. I will paint on my lunch, go home. And I pretty much have a solid routine. You wait, go oh, home, oh, oh, cook dinner. Did you just say you cook dinner? Break bread with my family. Woo! 
I love that's another passion of mine. I love oh, culinary yeah. arts. So yeah, my, my wife got a keeper. <laughs> but um yeah, I will I will go home and I, I cook, I break bread with my family, we talk about our days, um, I get them settled, um, get them off to bed and I go paint some more. Um, then from there I go back in and get in, yeah. in bed with my wife and start the day all over again. And then if my if I have an off if I have an off day, I um I wake up in the morning take care of my kids, get them off to school and everything like that, and then I paint. That's my job as well. So I'm a full-time, full-time banker, full-time cool. dad, full-time husband, that. full-time artist. I love that. So how, how do you price your art? If there's someone listening to this podcast and they're artists they're, and they're having a hard time pricing, like what is the basic way to start mm-hmm. pricing your art? Like in the simplest form for a budding artist? For a budding artist, I would recommend um, first um, know your worth before you price anything. Know your value of who you are and what you can do. Um, as far as pricing your art out, you know you have a couple ways of doing it. If if you are being commissioned to do our work, you can ask people potentially what's in their budget, or you can give them a set price of your value of your worth. For example. Um, if someone was to come to me and said, "Hey Theo, I want to um, get a get a get a piece of work from you. I want to I want to get a get a piece of me and my wife painted or something," I would ask them, "Hey, what's in your budget? What would your what would your, what would your budget allow you to do?" Or you say, "Hey, I want um for this uh, you base it off of size, your time, because your time is an investment. So don't forget about you. Uh, it's time you can't get back. So say, hey, I'm going to charge you by the hour. I'm going to charge you this at price because this is my fee um and then from there see what they you know kind of kind of check the temperature to see what they agree with it and then allow it make the, okay uh, the trans- so transaction getting smooth. even clearer and this is up to you if you want to answer this um what do you price your art at sure it varies believe it or not um i can tell you that um my prints on my website uh the prints alone they can range anywhere from $75 and it's based off of size and um, the actual work that's involved into it all the way up to uh, the $1,000 range. Um, so originals, it can range from anywhere from as little as 500 to oh. like 10000 plus. So nope, just based finish. off exactly. Go ahead. But it's based off of the actual um, the piece that's being commissioned um, but then also the time that I put into it, and then also the time right. I start the piece. So another question, if you want to answer, what is go for it. the most expensive piece that you've sold? I will not I answer tried. that. I tried it, Elizabeth. <laughs> I tried it. Uh, you tried it. That still gives my listeners a good idea of their worth, their value, the time they put in. And then if they do have more questions they can easily go to your website which we'll get to at the end of the podcast where they can kind of look at their prices and templates right sure indeed. all right now yes a little off topic but i really want my listeners to know this or hear this from a black man do you think and not even a black man a man in general but i'm sure my audience is more african-american do you think being a married man contribute to your success? 
because you're totally successful. Wholeheartedly, one hundred percent. Tell that why you feel this. Um, way. you know, I, you know, uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm definitely about to go into detail with this one. Um, you know, how some people, you know, they always have the cliche of, you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. every, behind every great man, there's a great woman. My 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 wife is my support. She is my foundation, and she's my my number one fan, my my, my cheerleader. She she definitely roots for me, but also she was the one that kind of. Um, got me in order, believe it or not. I was very whimsical when it came to my, my, my art. I'm, I have like a background in marketing and I'm kind of a guerrilla warfare kind of kind of guy and just kind of going to limb. But there were some things I needed to tighten up yeah. and she has a background in organizational leadership. So it only makes sense. First, I had to like learn my habits and for her to tell me the habits, but also for me to receive the habits for me to make successful moves. And so if it wasn't for my wife, unfortunately, I would not be the person I am today or continuing to be. Um, but I had to get some insight, get a, because when you're married or have a, have that significant other, um, their opinion, it definitely is, is valued and it matters, but also too, you have to receive it and be able to apply it as well too. And I know for myself, I had to learn how to do that first and create those habits of like, okay, this is, I'm going to trust this person with something that's so sensitive to my life. Um, I need their input and how can I apply it and then don't be afraid to apply it at the same time and so when I apply certain things you see certain reactions he's like wow you know thanks for the advice or thanks for the input and you do it for your team so you do it for for mm-hmm. the us and not just yourself I mean I have a lot of thoughts behind that um, first of all shout out to Dawn like I, I went to middle school Oriole Park Middle School with Dawn yes um, such a beautiful woman <laughs> and keep up the good work Dawn yes keep that heat under his behind yes 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 but um, also <laughs> I want to thank you for mentioning that you as a man had to receive the information from your wife and that is the, yeah yeah, yeah that's and important. so I've been married before and unfortunately I'm divorced but you know I'm out here in the dating process um, slowly, slowly, but that is the okay. key that I'm having okay. an issue for men here because they, of course, you're the head of. And now, now I, I, I will say this: it ain't yeah. an overnight process, too. Because <laughs> I think sometimes in in a perfect world, we're like, okay, I got it, and then you roll with the ball. But um, we come in with two different cultures, and you come with two different pair of eyes, and so when you're trying to do something. Um, you don't always get it right the first time, and it's okay, but just be along with the journey that, hey, everything won't be correct out the gate or how you intend to be. It's not no, no perfect situation that will outplay our movie script that will happen when you say, apply this to this. Okay. Um, it's work in progress. So, so definitely trial and, and error. And that's the reason I stayed. I was married. I was with my husband for like 10 years, and it is the reason why I stayed because I know this world is so instant gratification and if she doesn't get me give me what I want now sure. or what I feel now I'm moving on to the next one I already knew what I was jumping into so I was very logical before I even you know went for the divorce paper so I feel men literally need to hear and stand into that we want you to be the head we want you to be the breadwinner but within our home you need to have this open discussion and you mm-hmm. need to receive what I'm saying and value as a woman what I'm saying to you Right? Indeed. 
Yeah, and I think that's a two-way street as well, too, because um, you definitely got to, like, see where the other person is coming from to gain yes. understanding to give understanding. And I think that's a missing component at times where um, we we know that you mean well. But then also, too, being as a visionary, I have to cast vision as well, too. And if I see it a certain way, and if I don't know any other way to understand it, I'm going to solely depend on this way. So I think it's basically Correct. understanding both Correct. both people. Well, I think I got all okay. of my questions out. I know I'll probably go to sleep and be like, ah, I totally forgot this. Right on. But is there anything that you would like to add before we end the podcast? Anything you thought about before getting on this podcast that you would like to share about your world or what you do? Anything? Yeah, just to let you know, I'm a gentleman that's from the Midwest region. I'm an African-American guy. I have good intentions for this world to be able to hang my laundry, uh, quote unquote, my art. Uh, for all to see um, I plan on being in your city and sometime soon and um, just love to show you what I'm capable of doing and what I'm what I'm doing right now as a foundation here in the Midwest region but um, hey I got a passport and could be anywhere but I like to have fun I like to, for people to, um, those that don't know about art I like to take you on a journey to share with you a perspective or a culture of my art and uh, why I do art and um, just see what happens next with me um, I think you should come along on the journey. These are these are my breadcrumbs, if you will. So I have more things that's coming down the pipeline that perfect. Will be able to so witness firsthand what I'm doing. So please, so, yeah. listeners, roses, male, female, make sure that you take some time and um, check out his website and his Instagram and Facebook page. And I'm gonna give him a chance in a second to shout those out. But I want to directly talk to you, Theo, and tell you, King, to continue in your path continue in your passion continue to lead by example because as I was taught when I was younger people are watching even if we're not aware even if we're not aware so we have to continue in this path to be an example to those who have no example and I I honor you and I honor your work I honor your work so go ahead and um, shout out where my listeners can check out your beautiful work okay okay so first my uh website is freshlaundry.com but to be different my fresh um the f and fresh is spelled with ph so everything else is the remainder of the same so freshlaundry.com i'm on instagram i'm under thatlaundry.com um twitter as well as uh that laundry excuse me freshlaundry.com and then um You'll find me under the hashtag anywhere up under any social outlet at Fresh Laundry. And that's spelled with, once more with There you H. have it, Roses. Theo, thank you so much for your time. I know you are a family man and you have a busy day, so I'm honored that you, you took the time out of your day to get on my podcast. Totally appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Roses. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. You know you can reach me on Facebook and Instagram under April Rose Speaking Podcast. Make sure that you're checking me out on Spotify, Anchor app, Google Play, and last but not least, iTunes. Make sure you go out and you listen, you review, and also share this podcast to anyone out there who may this particular podcast need to hear these tidbits from Theo and myself. Thank you again, Roses. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. I love you, Roses. Have a good day. Bye.